whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you so much for taking your time for Rock Antenna. Um, it's rather early or it's midday, so I guess uh, you didn't sleep that much after your gig yesterday, did you? A few hours. Yeah, we kind of yeah. did. We, we, we came from Vienna, so uh, it was a longer drive, luckily. So uh, that's where you... You, you okay, so keep, you could yeah. crash in the bus. Exactly. So. Oh, okay, yeah. great. So, um, as, as you just said, you were in Vienna yesterday. Um, today, you will play in Munich and uh, you will be on the road for quite some time in, in September. Uh, how do you guys manage to stay fit in like this busy times? Well, I, I, I think the, the, the big, you know, the, the, the hardest part is not drinking too much beer. So if you stay away from a heavy beer drinking, I think you're you're pretty good because you can you can sleep on the bus and the gigs are fun. So I think I think it, it's so much fun being on tour. So I think that gives good health as well. So and I can I can imagine that you like grow together when you're when you're on tour more than maybe if you're at home. Absolutely, and we're also doing this with our, our friends in uh, Heat. Uh, so it's like a, a Swedish bonanza on that bus, and it's uh, we're just you know enjoying the the company together and uh, trying to have as much fun as we can. Like you're talking about um, how you don't sleep as much and and whatnot, but it's really more or less uh, you kind of extend your day. Like sleeping less and just hanging out and having fun instead and laughing, so it kind of helps. So if everything's great fun, that's uh, that's perfect. Um, so I was thinking about this because when when I'm on holidays or I'm like traveling with uh, with friends, um, like everybody takes on a different role. Like for example, I'm the one who always like um, gets like the food and uh, looks up where we are going to eat and something. Do you have any roles like that? Like when you're on tour, like. Um, you're the one to organize or something like that? Well, we have people working for us. I mean, we yeah, have a stage, yes, <laughs> stage managers and uh, people are selling merch. And uh, so we pretty try to not do anything but playing and uh, staying in shape. Um, yeah, we are like, we are 18 or 20 people on the bus. So, so we have a tour manager who kind of gives a schedule for the day. Otherwise, it would be total chaos. So the recommendation for going on vacation is hire a tour manager. <laughs> yeah, that sounds expensive, <laughs> but, but I'll is. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, last Friday you released your ninth studio album um, called Megalomanium. And I, I read the title and I thought it was something like, that's something like my nephew would say if he thought something was more than cool but tell me what does the title actually mean um we were toying around with the word megalomania you know uh, uh, and uh, the name is part of a plan that we can't really reveal yet that will be revealed in a while absolutely it's uh i think we have a tradition as well within the band to come up with words and make make words turn them twist them uh armageddon eyes was a record monumentum what, what i mean that's yeah right uh but uh so i think this kind of fits the same procedure of how we're trying to you know like you're saying it's it's something that your nephew would have come up with uh that's the that's what we think is rock and roll too it's uh the childish aspect of coming up with a title that's strong and bold but also uh you know uh 
unique. Unique, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And like when you know you Google megalomanium now, like who's coming up? You guys, exactly. With your album. So that's that's actually very very clever. Yeah, it's us and one uh, episode from a kids show in the '90s. Jimmy Neutron, he created what is it, Eric? You know it. it he. Yeah, he, cre he created a, a, like an essence. If you drank it, you get mad with power. So that was perfect. Ah, okay, great. So, but we found out later, though. We didn't know that before. Oh, we just, okay. We Googled so, it. so it was just we came up with a name, and, was... and then we Googled it, and that was the only hit we had. Mm, that's good enough. Yeah, it, okay, was, it was great. perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, but what would you say is the overall topic of the album? I think there's a lot of you know the topic of lyrics. You mean yeah? It's just, yeah there's a lot of you know. Relation, relationship lyrics. We are not the, you know, we are not the rock band that sings about, you know, titties and beer and the party. That's not, that's not the, 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 the lyrics we write. We, we try to write things about, you know, the more serious aspects of life. Still, you know, still it's going to be feel good rock, but it, you know, the, the words got to mean something. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like melodramatic in a way. I think we have songs on there that are like punchier and kind of have, Uh, they're fast-paced, but at the same time, the lyrics can be quite maybe sad sometimes or melancholic. And I think that's what the main like thing about the whole record is about. So maybe more like um, every everyday topics, but like put into this very emotional perspective. Or what, how yeah. would you say? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it is everything from you know lo losing someone to. To, to sickness and illness and uh, or you know relationships breaking up or all these things that you have in your life and you or you see around you you know friends who experience it so um is this the reason why you decided to um to start the album with uh, the hardest part is losing you or because it's like oh why was that the song that you you said like that's going to start it off It was the song that we could like immediately decide that we all like that song very much and the record label liked it very much. Everyone liked like this is this should kick off the new record. I know. So I think it's more there was more like it's it's a it's a song that like really grabs your attention and and it, it you know the lyrics and everything like, gets under your skin a bit. Yeah, it's a banger. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you. No, but I also think it's a, a combination of everything that the album stands for. It's got uh, a lot of drama. It's got a lot of rock and roll, some metal, some some uh, Swedish folk music influences. And I think that's in every song on the record. And that's why it's like the core of the record is that song. But what are like your favorite songs specifically, specifically on the album? It varies, I think. I th I, right, okay. now, right now, I love the closing track, Forgiven, which is not a single, but uh, it, it, I, I just find it, it it's very cool. And What do you find special about it? Um, I think it's the first time we're, it, we're really stretching, um, again, dramatic, right? But we're really stretching it with, it's got a longer outro and it's very like, I don't know, it just flies. I just like it. I listen to it a lot these days, so yeah. Which I, maybe I didn't when we recorded it, but right now I do. So it's like, yeah, yeah it, it, it's kind of funny too. When you release a record, you <clears throat> get the feedback from people and people tell you what songs they like and, you know, whatever. And the album kind of grows with you when you do that. Because it's like you can make a record and when you make it and it's in the studio and it's, you have your favorites and then it comes out and then it gets, takes on a whole new life, right? And that's, that's what's so fun about it. Yeah, because everybody tells you what their favorites are and then you think about it and they're like listening to them all over again. You're playing them live, of course. Do you have a favorite song on the album? Uh, I do. It's a song called Anthem. Okay. So, yeah, so we're... Um, 
it's going to be one of our singles and we play it every night live and it gives me goosebumps all over my body every time we play it and it's been like that every, ever since we wrote it so yeah. I really love that song I think that song is also right the longest writing period for any Eclipse song ever maybe yeah yeah because it was it was written <clears throat> well I, I, I wrote we wrote it kind of in 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 a couple of hours before it did like the main the main melody of it but it took us like four years to complete the production okay <laughs> we didn't crazy. work for four years but we tried and it su- and yeah. it sucked and we gave it up and then we so we wrote it actually for the previous record and now we like it's a good song let's do another shot at it and it yeah and yeah, it turned out it well was, it was totally worth it yeah, right yeah. Sure. yeah it was the last piece of the puzzle for the record too like yeah. it just felt like it fit and Well, people seem to enjoy it as well. So, and uh, do you, do you have a favorite song? Or I oh, like the hardest part is losing you. It's what, probably my favorite song of the record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Thank you. So, um, not only it's the ninth album, but you're also turning 25 next year. So, congratulations to that. Um, what would you say um, would have been your greatest milestone in those 25 years? Because a lot has changed, obviously, but. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't say one big milestone. I think the greatest achievement is us seeing Bill still being around and we keep growing for every year. Um, that's what I'm most proud of. So, But uh, I mean, we had so many great memories and milestones, so I couldn't even tell, say one. Yeah, having a band especially when you start doing melodic rock in an age, in a time where when everyone hated it was was like it's not it was not the smartest move but we, it was from the heart and we kept on going it's always been so much like one step forward and 65 backwards and like it's been so many times it's like it's we've been really like walking uphill but it's uh, finally after all these years we we kept on going and now it's paying off finally you know even the you know the venues and the successful uh, tours we did before and the attendance back then which was a success for us you know we 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 way beyond that now and it just keeps on growing and growing for every year it's just growing which is a it's a fantastic thing so if, so if and if any listener have a band the, the big uh, tip is don't give up keep on going okay yeah great i think that's i think that's for everybody mm-hmm. i guess um but when you say like 25 years ago, the style of music you did wasn't like that popular back then. Um, why was it? Why, why did you love it so much that you were like, "We're going to do this. We're going." I guess we grew up listening to that music, and uh, I mean, it was kind of out of vogue uh, after since the 90s, and it, it. I mean, it took maybe 15 years or more than it pe- to for it to come back uh, and maybe late uh, 2006 or something uh, younger generation started listening to their parents old records and uh, so I think uh, yeah. I think a big change is that um, in the beginning there were more like older people who like like this music from the 80s not that we sound like 80s music straight off but we have our, our influences in it uh, uh, in the 70s as well but nowadays we can really see there's a new generation there are a lot of if you look, look at Spotify you know most of the listeners like is 34 years or younger for we I think that's like 75% of the listeners now which is a huge difference to if you compare that to 10 years ago 
So they, yeah, they, they, of course. And if you look at every night, you know, the front rows of the concerts is young people coming there, which is it's fantastic. You see a new generation, you know, picking it up, and it's it's actually growing. Yeah. It's a fitting quote for this: is a broken watch is still accurate two times a day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's great. I gotta remember that yeah. one. Um, and I think it's like the same with music and fashion, and everything comes back. Like it's, it's a big cycle. And I think one one thing that also um, brings back um, like older music to to a newer generation is obviously TikTok. So you told us in beforehand that you actually started doing that. So um, what's it like to be like discovering like a new platform for a band? Which is, you know, obviously, they're, they're like people right. who, may, who weren't born yet when you yeah. start the band. Right. Uh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's just a part of being a band now is, is how you always have to find ways to, to work with the platforms that, that are given to you, kind of. Um, but the main thing still remains that, that we make music and we record songs and we play them live. And uh, any way we can find that to reach new people to enjoy the music is, is, a, is a good thing, right? So well, I wouldn't say that we're experts at, at any type of social media or anything, but uh, we're, we're, uh, we have good people working on it. Uh, and unfortunately, we're not as good as they are. But yes, uh, so there you have it. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you just uh, you just went away a little bit. So, like it's not not your topic, is it? I'm the worst at social media. I, yeah. I, I get complaints like every day. Like I should do something at least, yeah. but I'm like, I'm not that interested, and I don't like. I don't really like to read it either. I don't. I don't really care that much when people put, you know. Which what the eight last well, night? We were born in the 70s, Eric yeah, and I. So yeah. uh, I mean, we kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's funny though because it's for some people it's such a big part of of you know the, a band or a, yeah. a thing, right? But um, I think mainly for us it's uh, uh, it's good to have that distance as well, where you you just like we we like to focus on the music and we like to focus on the the gigs and and what we do. Yeah, but I think the good part of TikTok is that like the band itself necessarily necessarily doesn't even have to, you know, take action because um it's like all about the music in the background and like um you can you can be lucky and then like one person discovers your song and does like, you know, a dance yeah. to it, a challenge, whatever, and it goes viral and then out of nowhere. Yeah, it, ha like, it happened to a, a smaller Swedish band called Ghost. Oh, uh, they, they yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, right. Uh, something happened there. So and then there were like um, all those fourteen-year-old girls and and right, they, and that's great. Yeah. If, if 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 it finds new people that will enjoy the music, then it's all good. Then it's all great. So yeah. I actually saw because you just said ghost because there was like two years ago, one year ago, like time passes so fast right. um, and like, I saw so many videos complaining like oh no that's like satanic and every, because nobody knew Ghost like they yeah. all just heard, listened to the song and um, that, that, that was crazy yeah. but <laughs> what would you say Eclipse after 25 years who are you guys? Wow the same I'd say we are the same we, we still have a you know what, what started this from the beginning the passion for music what, you know what, when I was a when I was a kid heard ACDC for the first time and discovered that there's an instrument called electric guitar and I was like fell in love with it and I begged my parents to buy me an electric guitar and I plugged it in and it was well it took a while but, but it's you know that, that discovery I, I still have that passion I still have that you know 
love for music and I think if if you're true to yourself and and you you don't economics and and fame should never be the what you 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 should it should you should be like you should go for what's in your heart and follow you follow your heart with the music and I think that great things will happen I think it's so that's still the same and it's I think the whole point of rock and roll as well is not about not growing up yeah it's about that childishness of that you know itching feeling that you want to do something play a riff or whatever and I think as as long as we still have that it's it's all good and we do so so I guess if I ask you what your hopes for the next 25 years are the answer would be kind of similar then yeah a better TikTok account (laughs) (laughs) we don't know what what social media or if there will be social media what will be in 25 years in terms of that but I guess rock and roll will still be around so yeah for sure I guess the card's good Um, so, so that was quite a bit philosophical. Since you're okay. busy today, I guess I'll wrap this up slowly. Um, what will you do after you leave Rock Antenna later today? Like, what will you do? What what, what will the rest of your day look like? Uh, we will head straight for the venue and uh, start loading in gear and uh, prep for the gig tonight. And It's, yeah, and and. Uh, You know, if, if we're quick enough, we might have time to go to a bar. Hopefully. Okay. Hofbräuhaus. Hofbräuhaus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so have fun if we're there. lucky. So yeah. what's your, uh, besides beer, of course, what's your favorite snack to grab in Germany? Uh, it's funny because we always talk about it. Uh, we call it the, the paprika chips tummy. Like you, we come to Germany and most times you tend okay. to eat the white bread and the, the paprika chips. That's like... So uh, you don't have them in Sweden? Not really. No. It's not a thing. Yeah, so it's just like, like that just flavor. Just the flavor, right? But it's like I can sit even if I found it in Sweden. If I were to have a paprika chips and I would close my eyes, I would be in Germany, right? So yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> didn't expect that one. I didn't know that that was this special. Oh, maybe, maybe it's just us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the pretzels. We don't have that in Sweden, so. Mm. Yeah, you got a lot of good food, a lot of good snacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Moltaschen and Schweinsachse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's not a snack, though. No, it's not a snack, but it's... Uh, <laughs> a Schweinsachse snack. Well, yeah. is it like a snack, a snack, something you can eat fast if they're like very, very hungry? Maybe that could be yeah. a snack. So yeah. Not, not yeah. that strict with that. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Thank you so much for your time. Have loads of fun later and enjoy your gig. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you you so much. Yeah, no problem. Bye. Bye. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.